Hey everyone, this is Sleepy Girl. And Cece. And we're sober, because we're recording this <laughs> special announcement to tell you at the beginning of uh, our podcast. So we've decided that after this podcast, we're going to go to a once-every-two-week format, which gives us kind of more time to play with, like, maybe even longer episodes. This one is longer as well, um, mm-hmm. to talk a little bit more in-depth about things that we want to talk about, and stuff so yeah yeah absolutely all right now enjoy this podcast it's long (laughs) and fun (laughs) and fun yay (laughs) okay here we go hi i'm boxy no you're not i forgot you said you were gonna do that (laughs) well you can't tell anyway so i'm sleeping girl (laughs) and i'm Cece. and this is our two hip chicks podcast um Two hip chicks where we get drunk and talk about <laughs> trancy stuff and it's not safe for work and you shouldn't listen to it while you're driving because we do trance in it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's us. Okay. Um, so today we were going to talk about modalities and our different opinions and like experiences and stuff with the concept of modalities. Modalities? Modalities? What's, What's that? that? <laughs> That was so loud. I know, I got really close. (laughs) Go ahead. So modalities comes from um, this this concept in NLP where basically um, the modalities are basically your your five senses, um, sight, sound, hearing, taste, smell. Um, Sound and hearing are the same ones, so there's also touch. (laughs) (laughs) This is going great. Um, so, well, basically, so what gets taught a lot in the community and, uh, what this comes from in NLP terms is that, uh, everyone is kind of better at perceiving the world through one of those senses, one or more of those senses. They have, they have, sometimes there's multiples, right. They have an inclination towards one or one or more of those ways of processing information. Um, you might be familiar with this in terms of like learning styles or something where some people are visual learners, Mm. stuff like that. Memory. Um, yeah. Or different. Um, similar. Similar. Okay. The way this gets taught a lot um, is that there are different ways of telling if uh, your subject is better at certain ones and that you should generally mm-hmm. use the ones or make use of that knowledge that your subject is more inclined to process information in one of those ways. Usually it comes down to the big three, visual processing, kinesthetic processing, which is touch-based, and uh, auditory processing, like hearing stuff. Nice. So that's a pretty good overview of that. And, well, it comes down to, like, using words and using um, hypnotic suggestions, like you can you can see the sunset versus you can feel the breeze on your skin versus you can hear the sound of the waves crashing, for example. Right, you know, right. Yeah. So we have some experiences. Uh, what would you think that you, your primary... Blah, 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 My primary one? Your primary modality I is. Would, I guess I'm more visual than anything else, mm-hmm. but I've always... Why would you say that? Based on your knowledge of yourself as a person and your knowledge of yourself as a subject. Well, the reason I even said memory is because my memory is um, almost entirely uh, visual. Like I get to see a little video of something Mm -hmm. in my head and it just, you know, I'm like, Oh, you know, where did I put 
my glasses, let's say. Okay. Right? You don't wear glasses, but sure. I used to. Yep. So (laughs) I'd be looking for my glasses, um, and it'd be one of those, like, I could, like, you know, they'd say, you'd say, uh, retrace your steps, you know? (laughs) So I do it in my head. Like, I can absolutely, like, do the path or whatever, and I can visually, in my head, see me putting it somewhere and I'll be like okay so that's like a dark place and you know mm-hmm. so maybe it was even a drawer or something like that like that's how I yeah my memory is almost entirely based on that yeah when it comes to my learning style however I've discovered uh over the years that the best way for me to remember things is a combination mm-hmm Oh, uh, this goes uh, into something that I wanted to talk about later, I'm too. sorry. No, 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 this is okay. good. But purely for learning style or whatever is the combination of auditory and visual. Yep. So, in other words, I'm great with, like, teachers that lecture as long as I'm writing down the notes at the yeah. same time and Honestly, seeing them. writing down the notes is more of a kinesthetic. A lot of people would argue that's more of a kinesthetic thing to do. I just really doubt it's kinesthetic for me, though. Yeah, then that's perfectly fair. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm this is not all, that. It's all, it's all very wishy-washy <laughs> stuff. Like, none of this is, is of set in stone. Because we're talking about this, like, very, 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 very soft science of hypnosis and psychology and stuff. So, like... Absolutely. Um, yeah. So luckily, as a hypnotist working with Cece, um, I kind of, you know, she and I have a, a good relationship. <laughs> like a good, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's, but very communicative. Um, <laughs> and so I get to, I got to hear quite a bit of um, the way that she described her memories of things, which was almost entirely sight-based, and the way that she, you know, visualizes things all the time in non-hypnotic contexts of like, um, you know, she needs to go do something. So she sees herself doing something or, or, you know, various things like that. Almost a lot of the language that she uses and the way that she has told me she processes information is visual. So it was not hard for me to figure (laughs) out that I have someone on my hands who's, you know, very gifted when it comes to seeing things in her head and stuff. Apparently. Yeah. So that was, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who go into, different techniques of how to find out if your subject is one or the other and such. And at least from my experience, the most mm-hmm. effective method was, was just talking to that person a lot <laughs> and, <laughs> and hearing and just listening to the ways that they, they process things and stuff. Well, and I'm pretty outspoken. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. And you kind of knew this whole visual thing about yourself for a long time too, which was right. helpful. Right. The, I always, I remember when I first talked to you about it though, I was like, where does this auditory thing fit in? Because, like, I hear things. Like, you know, like, absolutely. You I hear, hear voices. I... They talk to you. <laughs> so it's not that, it's not that simple. But, like, if I'm listening. <laughs> no, I don't hear dead people. They're, well, I suppose they could be dead, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, but, like, if I'm thinking of a song or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I can hear the voice of the person. Or if I'm reading something, yeah, I can hear their voice, mm-hmm. you know, especially if I know their voice. Right. Um, so that... So then I was like, I remember I was like, so what do I do? Yeah. Like, I'm... You're both or something. Yeah, like, I, I don't confused. think I don't think any... I don't think most people would classify you as both, um, but 
that kind of ties into my concept when it comes to my experience with modalities as both a hypnotist and a subject. Like a lot of it, there's a lot of uh, emphasis in the community put on if your subject is, you know, primarily, um, you know, focused on, on such and such modality, you should also primarily focus on that. I don't actually mm, necessarily agree with that. Um, I think I've even mentioned this, maybe in the inductions one, uh, that I think that when it comes to making effective, especially effective fantasies and especially effective suggestions, um, you want to engage as much of your subject's brain as possible. I've totally said this before. I talk about this all the time. It's okay. <laughs> um, but it's, I don't think it's necessarily good to only focus on the one that they're quote unquote best at because if you're focusing on the other ones that they're maybe not so strong in, A, you're, you're creating a chance to learn and you're creating a chance for the brain to kind of figure out how to process things in, in what you're talking about, especially given what I think I would call like context clues. So you're describing, so let's go back to that beach scenario. You're primarily visual and I'm describing the, the site of the, um, you know, the right. sunset or something. And we're, we're already talking about that. And then, we're building upon the scene that you're already seeing in your head. And then right. I'm also adding in the feel of the sand under you and mm -hmm. the sound of the waves. And it just kind of builds onto something that you're already very proficient at. Right. And it creates well, a more complete scene. Well, and brains are smart. Yeah. I mean, like they grow sure. and they, and they, um, brains are beyond our understanding at this point in time when mm -hmm. it comes to science and they know a lot, Hugely. but if there's one thing, that they've definitely been discovering is you can like learn, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't see why it can't hurt to just, uh, exactly, exactly. Take different parts of your brain and like engage them, engage them. Yeah, absolutely. It just helps with remembering things and stuff. Yeah, definitely. And so. I think, that's kind of, if you go back to learning styles, that's why, you know, there's so many different ways that they give you information in class. Like they, right. they give you, there's a reason for they that. give you videos and they give you lectures and they make you take notes and all of these different things are engaging different parts of you to make you retain the information better. Right. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking about the technical shit a lot. Like. I do too. You know. I do quite a bit. Um, but, oh gosh, I can't even remember what I was going to say, though. I totally lost my train of thought. About what, about your thing? Because you had a, oh, you I was had a gonna comment say, you wanted to make. Well, yeah, because I remember, um, this wasn't for hypnosis. Well, it wasn't entirely for hypnosis. It was more for our DNS, uh, domination and submission relationship yep. with service. <laughs> um, but you used a clicker for a while. Mm -hmm. Which was really hot for the record. If anybody wants to yeah, like, explore get, that, get a dog clicker. Like those are incredible. Um, <laughs> but you basically had me. So you did the click, which of course was a noise. You made me uh, think of the word yes mm -hmm. every time I mm -hmm. heard the click, and for a while. You even gave me a little piece of chocolate. That was great. And I found that fascinating. <laughs> like, it was, like, beyond my understanding in some ways. I was like, um, yeah? Yeah, you can Okay, 
So uh, it was beyond my understanding in some ways because I was like, why why is she suddenly giving me a treat? Like, I don't understand this. I mean, besides the obvious connotations. Right, with, but it was know. like, it was, well, it was hot as heck, actually, yeah. uh, without understanding it um, because oh, of the treat. That was good. We should go back to that. that we great. totally should go back to that. <laughs> Whole person in control of that. <laughs> um, but um, it was incredible. Like, and, and then you were explaining it. I think you were explaining it to someone else, yeah. in fact. Yeah. Or I, maybe I even just finally said, okay, why, why, why are you giving me a piece of chocolate? Yeah. Like, I got used. But it was incredible because you were engaging even the sense of, of taste. Of taste. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when it came to the clicker, like that is so ingrained in me, even though we haven't done it for a really long time or something. Yeah. Months. Really Some long time. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is so ingrained in me. Yeah. Like I will react to that. Like there's no doubt in my mind yeah, well, as soon as I hear it. Literally any part of that too. Cause if, as soon as I tell you to think yes about something, it's going to potentially call right. on that memory. And if I give you a piece right. of that chocolate again, it'll, it'll immediately right. call on that memory. That's I mean, it. I see the bag of chocolate no one, no and one... I react yes. to seeing it. Like, I'm like, oh, that chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're actually going to do um, some trancy stuff in the middle of this because I want to, for one, for once, give a little bit of time for Cece and I to talk about what we do during it. Um, I learned this like a bajillion years ago on some shitty how-to hypnosis site and like... <laughs> You I don't know say if that. I don't what know if, if they start listening to it. I doubt. Well, I think this is a pretty common thing. The lemon test or something. Um, I don't even know if that's what it's called. I just kind of remember. It cracks me up how you're like looking at the screen when you're asking this question. To, you're like, is it the to, lemon test? Am I right? I'm talking to the people on the screen. Um, and uh, So basically this was advertised in whatever place I found this. I don't remember what it was. Um, to find out the the like what modalities your subject is more inclined to process information through. Okay. So we're going to do that and then we're going to talk about it. Hopefully, okay. If this doesn't take seven minutes, I don't think it will. Okay. You ready? Will I be in trance for it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're in trance now. So just sleep deep. That's right. Just like that. Just as you always meant to do. And just as you always so easily do for me, especially with my hand in your head like this. And especially with my touch and especially with my voice and especially with the way that I can just tilt your chin up so you can relax here and kind of drift in and out and kind of drift in just the right place to be for this moment in time. And we're going to engage certain parts of your mind here. And we're going to talk about them afterwards. So I'd like for your mind to, as vividly as possible with each and every one of these examples, remember and engage itself just as much as you possibly can here. So I'd like for you to imagine for a moment, let's talk about, let's go into our kitchen for a second. Now on one of the surfaces in our kitchen that we can use a cutting board on, we'll put a cutting board there and we'll put a lemon on top, a bright yellow lemon. I don't know what time of day it is. I don't know what the scene looks like in your head, but I'm sure that you do. I'm sure you can see that lemon with all of the different little details on it and the way that the light and the shadows 
dance around it and on it. And then I'd like for you to imagine someone going up to the lemon and taking a knife to it and just slicing it right down the middle, chopping onto the cutting board with a sound. The sound of the knife clinking onto whatever surface it's on and the sound of the lemon just sort of rolling around a bit, not falling onto the ground or anything. And the sight of that glinting. And I wonder if you got really close to it and if you looked at the color. I wonder if you could smell what that smells like, citrusy and sour. And if you were to hold that in your hand, would that feel cool? Would that feel wet? Would you be able to feel the texture and the sensation of the way that your hands touched it? Maybe the little nub at the end and the wetness of the center. If you squeezed it, would you feel the firmness of it? Like you to imagine that now for just a moment, what it would be like to handle that half a lemon. And then I'd like for you to take that up to your mouth and open your mouth and touch that lemon to your tongue and taste it. Yeah, it's bitter and sour and sweet and you can let it go. I'm kind of smacking your lips around it because you kind of feel like you want to brush your teeth too now. And the taste lingers in your mouth a little. That deep, sour flavor that only lemons carry. You can put the lemon down. And you can begin to come back to me now. In this moment here. So we can talk a little bit about this experience. Whenever you're ready. Hmm. So as Cece comes back, that was kind of you know, very uh, improv lemon test. Basically the whole concept is you go through each of the senses um, and you kind of describe, hopefully in similar detail, each of them um, and then you, you talk to your subject afterwards about what they were experiencing during that entire thing. And I have some opinions about the test itself as well that we will hopefully get to. So mm. how was that for you, Cece? I'm going to turn this a little towards you. Really? Yeah. Oh, just so. Gotcha. Okay, so, uh, how was it? What kinds of things? Just go through it? Yeah, go through it. So, I mean, just so, so vividly. I was in our kitchen, went to the freezer top or whatever, which is what we use as a cutting board a lot of times. Had the cutting board was already slicing the lemon before you said (laughs) to have someone slice the lemon, which is kind of funny because then it changed to somebody else slicing the lemon and then I watched it. Right. Um, And then, uh, and then um, as I was slicing, now this is where it gets weird, of course, for, at least for me, which is as I'm slicing it, that's when the smell hits me. Yeah. Before you said, smell it. And then when I smelled it, I couldn't smell it. Right. Well, and so everyone knows, Cece can't actually smell. So her smell is kind of more of a synesthesia type thing that we... Yeah, we haven't explored too much of. We haven't explored a lot of, but ever so often. We're 
We're really, yeah. really pretty darn sure I can't actually smell, though. Yeah, right. Probably. <laughs> not, not sure. I haven't tested too much. Well, but anyways. So uh, right. Which were the which were the things that you were kind of more intensely feeling or seeing or hearing or, or tasting or smelling? Or I didn't touching? really hear any of go, it. I'm kind of mad because I didn't go too deep into that. No, but. you didn't go too deep into that. I found it fascinating, though. And I couldn't, I couldn't feel it, but I could see the texture and I could see, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Which kind of felt like a feel. Yeah. If yep. you want to put it that I way. I absolutely understand And you that. like saw the drip. So you could, you know, yeah. almost like taste it. Like it's, it's interesting how like, I don't know if it's just because vision is just so, well, there it is, you know? Yeah. And taste and stuff. I mean. Did you taste it? Because you were... You were really making a face. I still snack, have a nasty taste in my mouth. And lips. it's hard to say whether or not that's like a sour. Yeah. Real strong sour taste or whether or not it's just like a, I don't know. This doesn't feel good. Yeah. Kind of taste. So, um, I mean, I don't know what else. Yeah, sound, interestingly enough, wasn't much of a thing yeah, at all. unfortunately I didn't. I feel like I didn't go into that as much as I was going but into the other things. I don't know if... I mean, we could talk about the test in general, too, but... Um, we actually have to wrap up in, like, a minute. I actually wanted really? to... I oh. Yeah, I know, right? That took longer than I expected. Well, so the other thing I wanted to note about that test before we, like, say goodbye is that, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the more you go into that... So I think that the first one, the first modality you test with that is always going to be weaker because you're adding on and you're going further into a hypnotic fantasy the more mm. you go... That's real. So the last one is always going to have, like, all of those different, like, um, feelings backing it up. Unless, of course, your subject is, like, being kind of uh, jolted out of it by the fact that they're not feeling, seeing, hearing, smelling. Right. You know, any of those things. And then it's kind of not working at that point. Um, Yeah. So we have to wrap up now. Okay. I didn't mean to cut it that short. We'll We'll have to figure out how to do things in the middle next time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll definitely talk so, about this more at some point, too. So, so how are we wrapping this up? That's that. All right. <laughs> Thanks not, for listening, <laughs> Usually I'm so out of it. I'm just like, bye. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we will see you next time. And you go ahead and talk about your modalities yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Or your talk experiences. About, talk about everyone's experiences with modalities and Or your stuff. tests that you use. Yeah, sure. I think that would be cool. Yeah. All right. Bye. bye. <laughs> we're going to keep talking? Yeah, we're going to keep talking. So, hey, everyone. This is our... <laughs> This is our continuing to hip chicks podcast because because we want to talk about yeah that test. I wanted to talk about that more okay we, we sure let's, let's talk do it. About it all right so what were you gonna say well I mean I don't know it just feels like it feels like you were um, when you're giving the test or whatever you're like you know what does that taste like and then it's that you know I guess the psychologist in me it's like you're giving me the answer so it's going to influence. My experience, so I'm always like torn on that. Maybe it's it my psychologist of, thing, oh, no, no, where no. it's like, well, like it, you shouldn't do that. Like you're influencing the answer. Well, it goes into sorry, I'm no, talking okay. louder no, now. Move the microphone. I it goes into that thing of like, um, my issue with you know I've talked about this before the like the Stanford the Harvard uh, induction uh, suggestibility scales right right they do 
these scales based on the same script for every person. And my issue with that is it doesn't right. work as well for every person. So when I'm doing this so-and-so lemon test, like, um, I want to phrase this in ways for you to experience it. Right. However, am I phrasing it a little too well for you and making it too easy to experience should I be doing this according to a script and should I be doing this according to this like hang on a second alright sorry and and should I be should I be making this as easy for you as I am or should I just be um, doing it in a way that who knows if you'll feel it right and who knows which parts of the script you'll take as easier and harder and stuff like I just don't fucking have any idea is it is it absurd thought to think like ask your subject what they were experiencing during the trance? Is that absurd? No, not at all. Um, but I do think that affects it. See, this is my this is my issue with that kind of thing. Is you right? That could either you know you have a subject who's who uh, talking in trance kind of brings them out of trance. So okay. Then you have to deal with that and make adjustments with that. And then say you have a subject who talking in trance and describing their experience in trance makes that experience deeper and more, like, powerful for them. Right. So, like, I think the whole... Is that bad? No. No, but I think it affects the test. You Mm. know? (laughs) So, like, honestly, tests are shit and you should never do them and you should just talk to your subject. That's that's my... That's it. That's what I've got from this, this whole thing. Build rapport. Fucking... You know, communicate, fucking. Well, we didn't fuck. actually get to talk about though. Oh, see, now I'm no, sad. No, 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 this is fine. We're just gonna add this on to the end of the other just, one. Just, just yeah, talk. Yeah, just talk. So this will be an extended. Edition. I feel like it's relevant what the hypnotist modality I know. is. I, I think it's know. very relevant. Absolutely. Because if they're very kinesthetic, right? Which I'm probably saying the word wrong. That's fine. Um, and I'm not at all um they're going to be very like touchy-feely possibly or right. whatever because uh-huh. that helps them or they're you know if they're more um visual i know for a fact that i'm fairly visual so when i talk to you about inductions and stuff i'm seeing the same not obviously not the same things that you're seeing but i'm seeing things Close to it. <laughs> in the same ways that you're seeing things when i'm describing sight and it's easier for me to go into trance, go into a hypnotist trance, and describe sight and stuff. So I'm going to tend towards that in, in a lot right. of ways. Um, I don't play with a lot of other... I, I've never hypnotized other people since I've started doing this with you. I think that's a true statement. Yeah, I think... Um, uh, no. Well, well, what, but that's okay. Whatever. Extremely, extremely, extremely rare. rare. Of course, that's uh, fine, if at all. And it sort of feels like I'm going in blind with other people. It, mm. Like if I was to to play with other people, it sort of feels like I would have no bearing on what was going on, and I would only have to rely on my own experiences or what I knew about their experiences. But right. for the most part, what my like perspective was on it. But then there's also, right, then there's also the whole concept of I am mainly visual and secondary, auditory, not at all kinesthetic, 
That's so not and true. And when it comes to inductions, incredibly kinesthetic. Right. So that's like, why you can't say you're not kinesthetic. Right. But when it comes to actual suggestions, yes. I don't feel squat. And that's kind of another aspect of modalities. Like, modalities get extremely simplified. Well, for and that's just it. For yeah. teaching. And I understand that you want to make this information more digestible for, like, people who are learning it. But it's, it's so complicated, it's so complex that you have to consider, like, absolutely what someone's going to respond to in certain induction methods. Like, I think a lot of people respond really positively to touch in inductions. Probably most. Very deeply. And that may confuse some new hypnotists into thinking, oh, they're going to respond to, they're going to be able to hallucinate touch suggestions right, much right. easier. Right. Touch, touch suggestions are so fucking common. Like, everyone's like, feel pleasure, feel good, right, feel, right. you know, feel hands on your, you know, bits and what whatnot. And, um, but, but it's all very different. And it's all, you know, what, what may send someone into trance and what may engage someone's brain into a trance state or, you know, questionable trance state, because that's a whole different topic. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, We're not going to talk that long. We're not going to talk that long. Um, but it's it's so different. It's so specific. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then I mean, quite frankly, I told you how visual I am. Yeah. I'm Day one. still like I still have a really hard time with like uh, hallucinations. Yeah, visual hallucinations. delusions and stuff like not that. Not delusions. Oh, They're that's not different. That. That's just not a hypnotic term. <laughs> oh, isn't it? Isn't no. that the same thing? No. No. Delusions. Hallucinations. Hallucinations. Yep. Delusions are just different. That's just not real. That's not real? It's I not, know. Delusions real aren't word. real. You have this delusion that the word delusion is a real word. Wait, that's not a real word? This is great. <laughs> Wait, you just said I had a delusion that it's not a real word. <laughs> oh my god. That was awesome. It is a real word, right? Yeah, it's a misconception. Delusion is basically a misconception. I was trying to explain it to you, oh. and it worked out really perfectly. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is a good bonus episode. We might go, like, twice as long as the podcast. Well, whoops. Whatever, this is a bonus episode. Oh, I guess we should say it. I think we're doing this for the record. Um, oh, Yeah! Oh, we can't put this in the bonus. I'll put that. At, I'll put that at the beginning. Um, what are we saying? Oh, we're gonna start doing these podcasts. Are we every, doing this once every two weeks? Okay. Yeah, I'll put this at the beginning. So you're hearing this for a second time. Sorry, you're hearing us. Remember, to put this <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast. Um. So yeah, yeah. we're gonna do these once every two weeks. Yeah, I'll ex- we'll explain this tomorrow. We'll explain this later. We'll ex- you'll hear it. You'll hear it before this. <laughs> We're traveling back in time to give this information to your ears before you get to this part. It's <laughs> <laughs> like re-zero. No, we're not dying. It's fine. <laughs> oh, spoiler! Oh. You guys should watch re-zero. It's really good. That's an anime. Don't it's... worry about it. <laughs> do we have anything else to say about modalities right now, or can oh, we right. kind of cut off here? What do you think? I don't care at this point. I think we're good. All right. So this is a good ending point. So this is it for reals. The end. Yeah. Owari. That was Japanese. Kind of. Um, okay. It was thanks, kind of thanks. Japanese. It was mostly Japanese, but I'm drunk, so I can't pronounce it. Usually I can pronounce Orari. it. Owari. 
That was probably right. That was more right, because I was saying it really slow. Oh. Okay, we have to go now, so... Anyways, we have to keep drinking and talking. Got, yeah, right. Because <laughs> that's we're, what we do. Literally what we're going to do. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Seriously. Bye. Bye.